Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Baylor's ball to inbound, length of the floor away from their bucket. Plenty of time to work a play here, 19.4 right. seconds. That's Don't right. have to rush. You're right. You, you, I mean, you got time to catch it, dribble it, and create something. 19.4 seconds is a long time. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Here we go. Kendall Brown handed the ball, drops it inbounds to Akinjo. Akinjo into the front court. Bears down by three, 14 seconds to play. Akinjo right side, Santos Silva on him. Looking for a little sliver of daylight. Dribbling around, keeps his dribble alive. Five seconds to go. Flagler back to Akinjo. Two seconds at the buzzer. It is no good. Front iron. Tech wins over the Bears. You know, not a bad shot, really. Little head and shoulder fake by Akinjo. Got a decent look. It just wouldn't go down. Bit of a scramble there at the end, but I'm a little surprised that they got that kind of look from the three-point line with a chance to put it into overtime. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. A little bit of a scramble on that last play, but Akinjo's three hit the front iron and off. And Tech celebrates their second straight top 10 victory. Tech beat Kansas in uh, Lubbock, 75-67 on Saturday. They beat Baylor in Waco tonight, 65-62, the final score. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. End of the game last night. Texas Tech with the win over the Bears. 65-62 the final score. Tech, uh, give them credit. I mean, Pat and I said late in the game or after the game, just got to give them credit. They really uh, locked down Baylor defensively and uh, made some big shots down the stretch. I think Tech scored on four of their last five possessions and Baylor couldn't get a stop in there. And Tech uh, ends uh, a number of uh, pretty significant streaks for the Bears. Um, Baylor and USC started the day as the only two unbeatens in college basketball. USC lost earlier in the day to Stanford. So Baylor was the only remaining undefeated in all of college basketball. And then the Bears go down to the Red Raiders. So no more unbeatens in college basketball. Baylor the last to, uh, to taste defeat. Uh, it ended a 21-game winning streak going back to last season, 15-0 and this year. Uh, and ended a 22-game home court winning streak for the Bears. So, uh, Aaron, some significant streaks uh, ended by the Red Raiders last night uh, with the 65-62 win over Baylor. Yeah, and late, late in the uh, second quarter, you know, with about five minutes, that's the second quarter, late in the first half uh, with about five minutes left, Baylor was up by about five. 15, 15 point lead, and you're yeah. thinking, man, this is going to be a cakewalk. Yeah. Give credit to Tech. You know, I mean, they they played a great game. They 
they out Baylored Baylor if that makes any that's sense. Right. No, I, I mean agree. they really did. Yeah. They 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 won it with defense and 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 finding the open man either cutting or open for threes and uh Baylor, you know, as you said wasn't able to get stops. They weren't able to to rotate on a couple of shots and and Tech got some a couple of not some a, cu- a couple of wide open threes late in the game, but it was enough to yeah. be the difference. I mean, they were real dagger threes. That's right. Yep, that's exactly right. So, uh, Tech with the win. Tech with uh, back-to-back wins over top ten opponents. How about that? That's another thing. You know, I had somebody ask me about the loss last night. I was like, you know, you hope they go undefeated, but <laughs> you you re- you have to realize how long it's been since a team did that, and there's been great teams since then, including the Baylor team last year. And they've beaten Kansas and Baylor in back-to-back games. And Bad lost teams, at, yeah. And lost at Iowa State in a close game. A game they Iowa probably State should have won, yeah. 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 It's t- that shows you how tough it is to win on the road. Yeah. Uh, but you don't beat this year's Baylor team and this year's Kansas team back-to-back unless you're a very good and very well-coached basketball team, which they are. Yeah, yeah, very much. Give Tech credit, great win there. Tough loss for the Bears uh, who now uh, – uh, turn around and host Oklahoma State coming in on Saturday. Here is Coach Drew last night after the game uh, talking about uh, just his thoughts on what went wrong, how Tech got the victory over well, the you got to give uh, Texas Tech a lot, of, a lot of credit. I thought uh, um, first 15 minutes we did a great job, and then uh, the last five minutes of the half they, they finished on a great run, had momentum, then second half carried that, that momentum. But uh, – uh, um, we couldn't get stops down the stretch. I think four out of the last five they scored. Uh, and then they did, they did a, a, a great job on the glass, especially second half to finish with 12 second chance point star six. And that's normally something that uh, we do a great job of. So another game in the Big 12, uh, hard fought and uh, credit them with the win. 65-62 the final. Uh, Tech shot 53% against Baylor in the second half. Now that has not happened. I know this season, I'm not sure how long you'd have to go back uh, for a team shooting that high a percentage in a half, but 53% in the second half, 51% for the game for yeah. Texas Tech last night. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it was uh, Coach Drew mentioned the offensive rebounds. Uh, I believe they favored Baylor, what? Uh, they did. Uh, total rebound was – 35-31, offensive rebounds was 13-7. 13-7, but yeah. Baylor only had six points off offensive rebounds, and out there seven offensive rebounds, Texas Tech had 12. That's right. I mean, it was a difference in the game. That and Baylor's turnovers, which have kind of plagued them the last probably three games and yeah. is probably the biggest thing that Coach Drew is, is going to be working on after this game. Yeah, 14 turnovers by Baylor, uh, the majority of which weren't killers, but still 14 turnovers, 12 by Tech. Points off turnovers, 19 by Tech, only 11 by Baylor. And as Aaron said, the uh, second chance points, 12 for Tech, only 6 for Baylor in the game last night. That's usually an area where Baylor dominates. You know, offensive rebounds, they had more, but they just didn't get the points out of them that they normally do. Yeah, I got a text uh, last night that said, uh, said, Looks like the Longhorns hired the wrong Texas Tech coach. <laughs> I was like, you know oh, what? At this point, I can't argue. I mean, not that Chris Beer is not a great coach. I mean, right. he made the national championship game. But you look at what Tech's doing this year compared to Texas so far has been very disappointing. I mean, they were they were a preseason top five team and expected to be world beaters, and by myself included. I mean, they had a ton of talent either signed or transfer in through the portal. 
and uh, they'll probably get it going at some point this year. They're too talented not to, but right now they're struggling, and, yeah. and Texas Tech is just rolling. Yeah, I tell you, Mark Adams, that dude can coach. I mean, he was the uh, associate head coach at Tech with Chris Beard, moved over one chair to be the head coach, and he can coach. He was recognized as the uh, defensive coordinator, if you will, under Chris Beard, and uh, now he's proven he can handle the head coaching responsibility. Well, and I don't know if a lot of people know, but he's responsible for the no-middle defense, which is kind of taking over college basketball. It's what Baylor went to, and Baylor is – has ran it last year and for the most part ran it more effectively than anybody in the country just because of the coaching and the players that they have. Um, you know, the the uh, loss last night notwithstanding, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a huge deal after all these years of people playing basketball to come up not only with a, a, a brand-new defense, but one that's effective enough to get you to the national championship game and get Baylor – to the national championship game, which they won last year. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a, an incredible coach as far as X's and O's. Let's hear Mark Adams. Uh, after the game last night, question was, uh, how'd you feel when your team got down 15 in the first half on the road? You know, like most coaches, you're just trying to get them to get in the fight. You know, you're just trying to get them emotionally uh, stirred up so they'll um, – you know, they'll keep clawing. And, you know, I made the point that they made some really tough shots early, and, and some of these shots aren't going to fall late. And just stay after them, keep a hand in their face, and, and let's keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, again, I was proud of them. They, uh, they even picked it up, and we started playing more aggressive. We were a little bit, uh, I think, shell-shocked the first four or five minutes. We, we'd showed last year we dug a hole for ourselves and certainly didn't want that to happen. But to give Baylor a lot of credit, they came out with a lot of motion and a lot of confidence to, to win. I, what were we down 16, 15 points maybe mm-hmm. one time? So, again, it's I, I'm as proud as that as anything for our guys to come back being in a hole like that. Mark Adams, the head coach at Texas Tech after the win over the Bears last night. Uh, Baylor got 17 apiece from Adam Flagler, James Akinjo. Those guys continue to, to really lead the way scoring-wise. 10 by L.J. Cryer. Uh, four points, 10 rebounds for Jonathan Chumwa Chachua. Baylor playing without... Jeremy Sohan in the game last night, but Tech was playing without Terrence Shannon, their leading scorer on the season. Uh, and Tech put one, two, three, four, five guys in double-figure scoring. In fact, those five guys scored 63 of their 65 points, uh, 14 by Adonis Arms, 13 apiece for Kevin O'Banner, 13 for uh, Bryson Williams, uh, 12 for Kevin McCuller, and 11 for Clarence Nadolny. Uh, that McCullough uh, story, he played 30 minutes and 57 seconds. This is a guy who hadn't played the last two games for the Red Raiders, has a foot injury is what we were told. Remember yesterday we had Jeff Haxton on with us, and he thought McCullough was 50-50 to play in the game. And, man, he, he played uh, much better than that, than a guy that was coming off an injury, than a guy that was injured. You could see, Aaron, that he was really favoring that right foot a lot of times he couldn't push off. Uh, sometimes he'd jump, take a shot, and come down kind of on one leg. So he was hurting last night, but gosh, did he play well. And he was a real key. I mean, uh, McCuller was a real key for the Red Raiders last night. Yeah, he was. And as you said, he was basically playing on one leg, which is a credit to how good he is, especially given how good Baylor is. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought start of the game, they'd put him out there. He didn't start. I thought they'd put him out there, see how he could go, and we were watching his foot and saw him 
you know, really give to it early. So I, I thought mistakenly that uh, he wouldn't play much and wouldn't be much of a factor. But, man, he was uh, for Tech. So, again, Tech wins over Baylor, 65-62 the final. Everybody in the league on the men's side has at least one loss now, and uh, Baylor has their first loss of the season, 15-1 and and 3-1 and in conference play. Busy week for Tech continues uh, in Waco last night. They host Oklahoma State tomorrow night. This is a makeup game from January 1st, and then they'll play at K-State at 11 a.m. on Saturday. So a busy week for the Red Raiders, but – Man, they uh, they probably didn't need a plane flying home last night. Uh, they are flying high, and they'll take a ton of momentum into the game against Oklahoma State on Thursday night. And that is Baylor's next opponent, Oklahoma State, on Saturday, four o'clock in the Farrell Center. Women play uh, Baylor. Women play tonight. Back in action, they'll be in Norman to take on the OU Sooners. We'll talk about that and visit with Derek Smith, who'll call the game here on the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield tonight with Sophia Young, Malcolm. We'll visit with Derek coming up in just a few minutes and talk about the Baylor women coming off that 10-day pause for health and safety protocols. Right now, we'll take a break. Be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in very quiet conditions. Low temperatures falling to 36 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. It's pretty warm, too, with a high of 73. And on Friday, mostly sunny continued very mild with a high of 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I kind of wanted to root for the Bears, so when I leave the press box, then I can kind of, I can kind of get with it. And we happened to be right next to some Ole Miss people, and boy, they were hollering right in our face when they got that big touchdown. They were feeling great about things. From the moment that kid missed the field goal, it just felt like Baylor was going to go win the game. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Homestyle Designs is your local residential and commercial kitchen and bath contractor. Whether you're building a new home, remodeling your home, designing your kitchen or bathroom, or wanting granite countertops and custom cabinets, Homestyle Designs can make your functional yet stylish dreams come true. Call them at 254-339-8315 or visit their Facebook page to start your design today. Home Design, with family in mind. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 
Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios this Wednesday afternoon. Beautiful day outside. Say again? <laughs> uh, beautiful day outside, uh, mid-60s today. Beautiful weather. And appreciate you being with us. Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Talk to Derek Smith next segment. Derek will call the game tonight. Baylor women back in action against Oklahoma. Ten-day break for them, and they are uh, uh, back. And uh, the, the game before that, so 10-day break, and the game before that was January 2nd, and they lost at Kansas State. So they've had all this time to kind of stew over that loss. That's, that's got to be so tough. To, oh. But, you know, I mean, it may be a great thing. Yeah, You know, sure. I mean, that you've got that to motivate you. Not that they needed any more motivation, but, you know, they're, they're, uh, they've already got a conference loss, which they're not used to. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of an uphill climb now to win the Big 12. I, you hate to say that after one game, but, I mean, oh, that's when true. you start off 0-1, you know, you gotta, you, you got to get things kind of corrected real quick. Um, so, hopefully they can, and it starts tonight against Oklahoma. And uh, hopefully they can get really going because they have a really tough stretch when they have to start with the with the makeup games for the postponements. Yeah, exactly. When you get to that, there's four games in eight days. The the, the Texas game turned into like a, a baseball weekend. They have a, it's a it's a Friday Sunday doubleheader. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> one in Waco, one in uh, yeah. Austin. Yeah, that's exactly what it reminded me of. That's uh, true. So we'll talk more about that with Derek coming up next segment. Uh, tennis news out today. Big Twelve preseason poll is out. Baylor men. Predicted to win the Big 12 Conference. They are number two in the ITA uh, preseason national poll. So high expectations for Coach Michael Woodson and Baylor men's tennis. And then on the women's side, the Baylor women picked second in the uh, preseason poll behind Texas. And the Baylor women picked number 11 in the ITA national preseason poll. So uh, very high expectations for Baylor men's and women's tennis uh, as they start their seasons, uh, the spring schedule, this week, the men with two matches at home on Saturday, uh, Louisiana at noon on Saturday, Abilene Christian at 6 p.m. on Saturday. Those are both in Waco. And the women headed to Las Vegas. They'll play three matches over the course of the weekend in Las Vegas against really good competition. So uh, the uh, spring schedule beginning this weekend. Tennis starting, track runs out in Lubbock, an indoor meet out there this weekend. Add those to the uh, hot and heavy basketball schedules that continue for uh, both the Baylor men and the Baylor women. And a reminder about uh, our time, the uh, docu-series, uh, giving you an inside look uh, into Baylor men's and women's basketball. Second of 12 episodes will uh, debut tomorrow and uh, Aaron, we're, we're told that, uh, I haven't seen it, I don't see these ahead of time, but we're told this is the Nikki Collin episode. So I don't know what that means. I, I do know, and I think I'm okay in sharing, that uh, T.L. Fiedler, who was on with us, uh, went with Nikki home to Atlanta over the holidays. You know, her uh, husband and kids are there, traveled with her to Atlanta. So I'm kind of guessing that might be a big part of this show that debuts tomorrow. Yeah, and I'll be looking forward to it. I really enjoyed the the first episode, and uh, I'll be well, I'll be watching them all. Yes, yeah. twelve all together, right? Twelve all together. Yep. yep. This so it'll is run two. through March and into early April. Yep. Is that right? Exactly. So, good timing, huh? Yeah, perfect timing. <laughs> you, you think they thought about that when they were doing it? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope they had that kind of uh, 
expectation for Baylor basketball. So that debuts uh, tomorrow. It's uh, exclusively on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll catch up with Derek Smith, the voice of Baylor women's basketball. He's in Norman. The Bears take on the Sooners tonight. Broadcast right here beginning at 5.30, tip-off at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight is on uh, Valley Sports, Oklahoma. We should get that here. Unless there's a Mavericks game, right? I think I think we should get that one on what used to be Fox Sports Southwest. So uh, that's where the TV broadcast is this evening. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Hey, same ownership, serving Central Texas since 1943, same family-operated business, covering four generations. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are, quite simply, Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. Remember, they deliver and unload. They are your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane, also a location in Bryan, and available 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Tom and Ward, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. 
Number one Baylor basketball saw their 21 game win streak come to an end last night in the Ferrell Center as number 19 Texas Tech knocked off the Bears 65 to 62. Three time World Series champion and 200 game winner John Lester is retiring after a 16 year career. Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams tore his ACL on the left knee of the national championship game. He'll have surgery later this week. Another NFL job is available after the New York Giants fired head coach Joe Judge after his two losing seasons with the team. Baylor women's basketball returns to the floor tonight in Norman taking on the Sooners. Six o'clock tip and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. So we've, we've been really intentional about return to play. Um, but, you know, I would say, you know, there's, there's an advantage to obviously a five-day isolation rather than a 10 in terms of, you know, how your body can break down and, and forget how to be active. So, you know, at this point, you know, we, we still have some people ramping back up and we have, we have some that are, that are kind of full go. And today was their first day of full go. Now. Back to the voice of the national championship Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. First year Baylor women's coach Nikki Collins, she and the Bears back in action tonight after a 10-day break for health and safety protocols. And they are, that's good music, just keep it going there. Uh, they're in Norman, Oklahoma to take on the OU Sooners this evening. Baylor number 14 in the nation, OU number 23 in the nation. Great matchup this evening. You can hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning with the countdown to tip-off at 530. Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm with the call, and Derek joins us now. Hey, Derek, Happy New Year. Uh, how you doing? And appreciate your time. Hey, John. Happy New Year to you. Uh, doing well up here in Norman, just getting ready for the game, and it's always good to be on with you. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. What's this break been like, and, and how tough do you think it'll be, you know, coming back from a 10-day break? You know, it sounds like all things considered, the way that the team has weathered a shutdown that no one wanted, they've been able to handle it well. As uh, You just played that clip, Coach Nicky saying the five-day as opposed to 10-day break was good. No one had major symptoms, and it sounds like the practices have been spirited since coming back. You know, Monday was their first uh, full practice with everyone there, and it, it went well. She liked the energy. You know, of course, they're going to have to watch the players and their stamina and coming back from this, but it sounds like so far so good. And, you know, I remember back, you know, for both the men and women last year, you saw that, you know, we all saw that up close last year that there is a little bit of time to get your sea legs uh, back under you, if you will, in game action. And it's a good challenge tonight for, for the Bears in trying to do that against a good Oklahoma team. I don't know if uh, Coach you know, addressed this specifically at her press conference on Monday, but do you know, uh, is Baylor at full strength? Will they have everybody available full tonight? Full strength. Good, yep, full good. strength. Everyone's available and ready to go. Well, even at that, I mean, it's kind of short numbers, isn't it? Ten total, even when yeah. you're at full strength. Yeah, 10 total, and, and that was such a uh, – that was what was so tough in the Kansas State game. The last game the team played 10 days ago is they went into Manhattan with just seven players, and as it turns out, now some of those seven were already begin, were starting to begin to show symptoms, uh, were sick, 
and the team just was so far from being at full strength. Um, you know, 10 players isn't a huge roster, but it's what the team knows they're going to go to battle with. And I think from the standpoint of, you know, it kind of stinks having everyone sick at once just about, but the, the benefit is, is it's not going to be a situation where, okay, in that Kansas State game, we had three players out where every game it's like, well, who's, who's sick this week? It's a, a case where, you know, barring injury, everyone's good to go. Yeah, two first-year head coaches uh, going up against each other, two top 25 programs, and, uh, and, and for Baylor uh, having to go on the road, it sure would have been nice, wouldn't it, if they come off this break and could have played a home game for their first game? <laughs> it would have been, and it turns out now the way the schedule has played out with the changes, Baylor's first three Big 12 games are all going to be on the road. I guess you can say they're pretty battle-tested by the time they played their first game, but you're right. It would be nice to be back at home in Waco uh, to play the first game after a 10-day layoff, but you know, it's an opportunity if the team can get a win tonight and, and play their best basketball. Uh, they have an opportunity to make a, a big statement at the early part of the Big 12 season because Oklahoma, as you mentioned, they're ranked 23rd. They've been playing very well as of late. They're coming off of a win at Kansas. And the Big 12 is stronger across the board this year. And so I suppose you might as well play a tough game against a good team coming back from this. And it's a big opportunity tonight for the Bears to get a win against a top 25 team. Wow. Uh, Oklahoma looks like uh, offense first. Man, they are averaging just under 88 points per game, second in the nation, first in the league. And they've got two great players, don't they, scoring at a really high level, Taylor Robertson and Matty Williams. Yeah, that's right. So they've got, you know, they've got what teams want. You've got that great, uh, you know, front court, front line player in Matty Williams averaging 18 and a half points. And then Taylor Robertson, the three-point shooter averaging uh, just over 19 a game. And you know, they play well together. They're veterans who have fed off of each other, talking to some people here today. They've just really, you know, developed as individuals, but also as a as a duo, they know that they make each other better. And Taylor Robertson is just four threes away from tying Lori Kane's Big 12 record, okay. you know, a record that stood for uh, over 20 years. And she averages five, uh, three, made three points per three pointers per game, essentially just under five per game. So Baylor would love to keep her below that average and keep her from getting the record tonight. But more than that, keep her from having that big kind of game that she's been used to because she's deadly from long range. Wow. Interesting. That's two. Uh, and Taylor Robertson has made more threes than any player in the country. So you know what you're up against there. Yes. You know, what, what do you do? What do you do? You know, for a high, you know, high pace, high uh, scoring offense, what do you think the plan is defensively against them? Well, you know, that, that's one thing that the team has, uh, you know, the team has played some strong defense uh, over the course of, of this year. And, you know, Coach Nikki loves to mix, the, you know, she'll mix things up. And uh, I think for them, obviously, Baylor has good front court defenders in Queen Egbo, in Melissa Smith, and in, in Caitlin Bickle. And Maddie Williams will score points, but you like who Baylor's throwing up there uh, against her, uh, you know, in the paint and down low. The big thing is Robertson, she will get loose. That's what she does. But you got to stay tracked with her and make sure she doesn't get too many open threes because she, uh, you know, it's not just that she uh, leads the nation in threes. She, her percentage is almost 50%, oh, which wow. is absurd for the volume of shoot of, uh, of threes that she puts up. So in quality and quantity, she gets it done. And so that's going to be the big thing is making sure she doesn't get open. And, uh, you know, and then you like, I think, what – Baylor has down low against uh, against Williams. Derek, uh, I know you saw the the reschedule release, uh, making up those two games that Baylor missed over the past week uh, or over the past ten days. 
what, what do you think about the way that shakes out? I mean, it's going to be tough in any way, anywhere you put those games in, but what do you think about that? You know, it's uh, probably about as good as anything you could hope for. You know, when you think about, you know, the almost basically two games per week schedule the Big 12 has, when you lose two games right off the bat, you know it's going to be compact in there somewhere. So it looks like there's a couple of stretches where the team will play four games in either seven or eight days, you know, depending on when you look at those windows. But it's going to be a lot of games in short notice. What stood out to me is Baylor's going to play Texas back-to-back games. Um, you know, almost like an NBA right. kind of, uh, of schedule, NBA playoffs kind of schedule, yeah. if you will, when you look there at that first weekend in February. And that's going to be a challenge for both teams, but it's going to be kind of fascinating to see how uh, two good teams uh, battle against each other twice in, in 48 hours. That's not something you really see uh, at the collegiate level too much, like a home-and-home home in yeah. college basketball. And then the same with TCU, right? They switched it around, so you play yeah, TCU back to back, also a Wednesday and a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, so that is that's odd. Gonna be, that's going to be right. That's going to be kind of fascinating to see how that plays out. And you know, this team played ten games in the month of November, so sh- they showed some early stamina, uh, played well in that stretch. And you know, obviously, they're going to have to do that again because you look at the beginning of, uh, of February. The team is going to play seven games in the first 19 days of the month. Oh. So, you know, they'll be well tested if they come through that stretch good and uh, ready to roll for March. Hey, uh, Derek Smith is with us live from Norman, Baylor and OU, women's basketball tonight, the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just am curious uh, if you know the answer to this. There's a Jordan Mosier on the OU roster uh, Porter Mosier is the new men's basketball coach at OU. Uh, is there a relationship there? There is. Yep, that's his daughter. Okay, okay, um, very good. A, uh, she's a walk-on on the team, as I understand it. And I, I better verify that. That's my understanding from talking to someone down here. And, um, you know, it sounds like, you know, I think we've really enjoyed seeing here that relationship between Coach Drew and Coach Nicky um, since Coach Nicky was hired uh in May, and it sounds like they've got something kind of similar, of course, with two new coaches here at Oklahoma in Porter Mosier and uh, Jenny Bronchek, but they have a good relationship, and I think part of that, you know, it helps that his daughter is on the team, but it sounds like they've got a nice deal going on where they're really talking about walking through this first year at Oklahoma together, and, you know, she's coaching the uh, men's coach's daughter, so there's even more of a relationship there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. That's great. All right, well, uh, we look forward to hearing you and Sophia on the air tonight. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while for you, <laughs> and it's since the last yeah, game you did. December 28th. Oh, my gosh. January 2nd, or December 29th for me, and then yeah. January 2nd for Sophia. So wow, Ready man. to get back to it. Ready to go. All right, we'll be tuned in this evening, Derek, and thanks for being on with us this afternoon. Hey, thanks, John. I appreciate right, it. Have a great broadcast. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That is Derek Smith. He and Sophia Young-Malcolm will have the call tonight, Baylor and OU. On the air at 5.30 with the countdown to tip-off, 6 p.m. tip-off tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. So the men's game last night, the women's game coming up tonight, this weekend. The men play on Saturday, the women play on Sunday. As Derek mentioned, uh, Aaron, for the women, three straight road games to open league play with those two postponements. Uh, They opened at K-State, dropped that one. They play at OU tonight. Then they'll play at Kansas on Sunday. So uh, that's tough, you know, to open. The league wouldn't do that to you normally, but with the postponements, that's kind of the way it shook out. Yeah, like you said, hopefully, like you said, well, as you discussed, hopefully they, you know, they can 
seems like everyone's healthy. Uh, I heard Coach Collin talking, you know, you basically saying you don't want to obviously get COVID, but mm-hmm. if your team is going to have it, you know, but it seems like everybody got it that way. There's probably not going to be any more pauses. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's, these days, that's a good thing. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, when it's, you it's, get it out of the way and everybody has it together. Yeah. It's, is is as weird as that sounds, you know, I mean, that, that qualifies as good news these days. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, you're right. Because especially with a thin bench, I mean, they've only got 10 total. And if you had, you know, two out this week and two out next week mm-hmm. and two out, you know, then all, all of a sudden you're. Yeah. You're, if it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so it does seem like that's a, maybe a blessing in disguise that uh, they were hit hard all at once. Uh, Baylor has won 13 straight in this series over Oklahoma. But again, uh, OU under their first-year head coach, Jenny Baranchek. She comes from Drake, I believe, is where she came from. They are 13-2. and two. They are uh, uh, ranked number 23 in the nation in the AP poll, 25th in the coaches' poll. Baylor is 10-3, and three, and the Bears are 14th in the AP poll, 13th in the coaches' poll. And, uh, again, squaring off in Norman coming up tonight. Uh, and and uh, we'll watch, you know, the legs for the Baylor women with after a 10-day layoff. And, you know, really just, I think, a couple of days having everybody back, everybody back for practices. We'll see how uh, the stamina is for the game coming up this evening. Appreciate Derek being on with us. Uh, you can tune into the game right here, 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 6 p.m. tip-off tonight for Baylor and OU Big 12 women's basketball from Norman. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We're glad you're with us on this Wednesday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and we'll be right back after this. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Hurts in the gun. Goddard sets up right. Only heard here. Back to throw. Checked out. Over the middle. Intercepted by Diggs. All season. Right sideline. 30. Diggs. 20. Diggs. House. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the 49ers Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Number one Baylor basketball saw their 21-game win streak come to an end last night in the Ferrell Center as number 19 Texas Tech knocked off the Bears 65-62. Three-time World Series champion and 200-game winner John Lester is retiring after a 16-year career. Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams tore his ACL on the left knee of the national championship game. He'll have surgery later this week. Another NFL job is available after the New York Giants fired head coach Joe Judge after his two losing seasons with the team. Baylor women's basketball returns to the floor tonight in Norman taking on the Sooners. Six o'clock tip and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. This final segment, John Morris Show from the Alan Samuels Studios on ESPN Central Texas. Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. They are your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Ted Teague and the great folks at Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. And uh, I came, uh, first time I've been in the studio, Aaron, since Friday. Day. So good to be here. And I brought you guys a gift. Um, it's kind of a re-gift. Um, this is a jug of lemonade from our friends at Raising Cane's. Couldn't couldn't have bought me brought me a tinder box. <laughs> <laughs> no. We'll work on it, okay? Oh, okay, okay. But right now yeah. it's uh right Get something free and wanting more. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> right now it's their great lemonade. And here's the whole story on it. Um during the football season. Raising Canes and during basketball, they are the sponsor of our Behind the Mic. Okay, so it's Raising Canes Behind the Mic, which is a way to look in and watch our uh, radio broadcast. Really cool. A lot of people uh, tune into that. But Raising Canes, as part of that, they say, hey, we're going to bring you some uh, box combos to the booth. So every home football game, can't make it work on the road, but every home football game at some point, Usually second quarter, we get a delivery from Raising Cane's. Well, the food um, gets dispersed pretty quickly, you know, with the, with the guys in our booth and people who come by, and and that's great. I mean, that's what it's for, and uh, it is g- greatly appreciated. Right. I'm sure our uh, coworkers here at the <laughs> station 
Well, if they knew, aren't left a- <laughs> if they knew what was in our booth, yeah, they would. Probably oh, okay. I was by. about to say, yeah, I wouldn't let them know because they'll yeah. be. Well, they'll now they know. Now opening the, the door mid broadcast. <laughs> but that booth is so nice and big. You know, people come in the back of the room, and I don't even, I don't even know it sometimes. Um, but when they bring the food, they also usually bring either a jug of uh, sweet tea or unsweet tea or uh, lemonade. So I was up in the booth today. I had to uh, go up there to get a bag, uh, an equipment bag, and uh, noticed in a little refrigerator we have in the booth, there was uh, about a half-empty jug of sweet tea and a completely full jug of lemonade in the refrigerator. So it hadn't been sitting out. It's been in the fridge. But our last home game was when? November 27th, right? Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it's been uh, a good five weeks, maybe closing in on six weeks since we've been up there. So I thought, "Mm, I wonder if it's still good. So I got a cup and tasted. Hang on, don't post that yet. There's something we need to do. Um, You just did? Okay. Um, So I I tasted uh, the uh, sweet tea. And you know how it just kind of sometimes over time gets a little soured? You You know what I mean by that? And, and uh, um, so tasted that, and I thought, no, this is not good. And then I didn't even open the lemonade and just brought it here, but I've tasted it here, and it's great. I mean, it, it tastes right now like the day it was made. So uh, I'm going to leave that with you guys here. There you go from our friends at Raising Cane's going back to the end of November, but finally makes its way here to the station. Nice. Thanks to Raising Cane's. I will be enjoying some of that. As soon as we get to the break. All right. <laughs> you do that. All right, let's look at some birthdays. And uh, Derek, and uh, Aaron, I'll get yours. Uh, Derek Smith was on with us last segment. Appreciate him. Um, Birthdays today. It is the 12th day of uh, January. Looking for the list. Looking, searching. It is uh, Chris Nottingham's birthday today. Happy birthday to uh, Chris. With Baylor men's basketball, happy birthday, Chris. Gets an off day for his birthday. How rare is that? Probably an off day for him. It is for most uh, of the team after the game last night, not playing again till Saturday. It is Kermit Ward's birthday today. Kermit, a former uh, Baylor track standout. Happy birthday to him. Uh, let's see, Scott Bottoms' birthday. Nobody listening knows Scott from Danville, Kentucky. Happy birthday to Scott. It is Doug Ashby's birthday. Uh, happy birthday to uh, to Doug, former Baylor baseball letterman. Mm, Dave Pulaski's birthday works for uh, Learfield, or at least used to. I think Dave is – no, he's not there anymore. He was. Um, yeah, maybe he still is. Uh, Dave with uh, Learfield. And Kim Stevens' birthday today. A lot of you folks know Kim here in the area. Uh, has been, and I think still is, a, a regent at Baylor University. Uh, Junior Kelly's birthday. Junior, happy birthday to him. Bill Powers' birthday. Bill uh, has the uh, enviable job of working sports information at the University of Hawaii. So it's a uh, tough job, but somebody's got to do it. Oh, and how about this? Uh, Today is uh, G-Man, Gordon Collier's birthday. Gordon, the uh, uh, outstanding television news anchor at KWTX-TV. So happy birthday to the G-Man, Gordon Collier, today. So there's a good list. Happy birthday to those folks. Aaron, anybody to add to the list? I do have a few. Um, Kirstie Alley turns 71 today hmm. of 
many things. Um, she was obviously uh, replaced um, Shelley Long on Cheers, yeah. which was uh, what I first remember her for. And then she had her own show where they were fashion designers. Yeah. I can't remember the name right. of it. But I see, you, who was it yesterday that was 74 and I was surprised? Winona Judd? Yes. And I thought, I couldn't believe she was 74. Now, Kirstie Alley, 71, is, is a little bit surprising, but I can, I can buy that. I mean, that, that one doesn't surprise me as much. Yeah, yeah, abs- yeah, yeah. I wasn't shocked. Yeah, um, but you're right. Yeah, I was the same way. On, yeah, <laughs> um, radio host host Howard Stern turns sixty eight today, and Rob Zombie turns fifty seven today. Also, uh, Dominique Wilkins, NBA Hall of Famer and one of my favorite players growing up. Just well, he was called the Human Highlight Reel for a reason. Yeah, uh, he turned sixty two, and Jeff Bezos. The founder of Amazon turns 58, also the second richest man in the world, I believe, behind Elon Musk. So, <laughs> what a competition. F- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's your birthdays for today. Very good. Good list. If we missed you, I do apologize, but uh, there's our birthday list for today. All right, uh, let's go. Let's finish with uh, where we started, talking about Big 12 basketball. Talked about the Tech win over Baylor last night, 65-62. There were three other games in the league last night. Did you notice that Kansas had to go down to the wire to beat Iowa State? It was in Allen Fieldhouse, but KU won it uh, 62-61. So, a uh, tough win there for the Jayhawks last night. That gets them to 2-1 uh, and one in conference and 13-2 and two overall. Iowa State, with the loss, drops to 1-3. and three. That's a good team, ranked 15th in the nation. And, Aaron, they are 1-3 and three in conference play. Also from last night, Texas won at home over Oklahoma. The uh, hardwood uh, version of uh, the Red River rivalry, Texas 66, Oklahoma 52. Texas is 3-1, and one, uh, tied with Baylor now for the lead in the Big 12 with the win. They are 13-3 and three overall. Oklahoma drops to 2-2. Two and two. They are 12-4. Uh, and four. And West Virginia won at home over Oklahoma State. 70-60 to 60 was the final in Morgantown last night. Uh, Talked about the busy week for Texas Tech, three games this week. Well, it's the same thing for Oklahoma State. They played in Morgantown last night. They'll play in Lubbock on Thursday. Tell me that's not a trip. And then they'll be uh, in Waco on uh, Saturday. So not only three games this week, but three road games for Oklahoma State. Oh, that is tough. Morgantown on Tuesday, Lubbock on Thursday, Waco on Saturday. That's a grief. That's brutal. That is. That that's brutal. That they they did them no favors because oh. that's three good teams in three tough places to play on the road. And a lot of travel in there yes. too. I mean, yes. any week you go into Morgantown and you got a long travel week. So, man, that is tough. Cowboys may be uh, road weary when they get to Waco on Saturday. It's a four o'clock game on Saturday for the Bears and the Cowboys. There's one game tonight in the league. It's eight o'clock on ESPNU. TCU plays at Kansas State. One of those two is going to get their first league win of the year tonight. TCU is 0-1 in conference, the loss to Baylor on Saturday. Kansas State is not a bad team, but they're 0-3 in conference play. So uh, those two meet up tonight in the Little Apple, Manhattan, Kansas. TCU at Kansas State uh, this evening, 8 o'clock. It's on ESPNU if you want to watch that game this evening. Then uh, uh, tomorrow night, we told you Oklahoma State at Tech. It's on Big 12 now at 6 p.m., and then a full slate of games, five of them, on the men's side coming up on Saturday. Uh, the Baylor women again in action tonight against Oklahoma from Norman, the Lloyd Noble Center. 
Derek Smith, Sophia Young, Malcolm with the call, and Aaron did some searching. Uh, if you want to find that game on television, might have to look a little bit, right? This evening, yeah. Um, since the Mavericks play tonight, I, this is how Fox Sports Southwest used to do it. So I'm assuming Bally's going to do the same way um, that the uh, that Fox Sports Southwest will show the Mavericks game tonight, and that the Baylor women's basketball game um, will be on Fox Sports Southwest Plus, mm-hmm. which I think both of the cable companies carry. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got it at home. On yeah, Spectrum. I don't. I don't know if you have to have the sports tier to have it. That's true. Uh, but it would be on Fox Sports Southwest Plus, which is a different channel. It allows them to uh, uh, obviously carry do two different games because you're going to get some overlap like this, and also later on you'll get overlap between Mavericks yeah. and uh, you'll have Mavericks and Stars some days, yeah. and then coming up, you know, the Rangers and the Stars or the Rangers and the Mavericks. Uh, That's true. In a fu- in a couple in a couple of months, so. Okay, so and now Valley Sports, not Fox Sports Southwest right. anymore, but Valley right. Sports. But uh, so it may be on their plus channel tonight if you go searching for uh, Baylor women's basketball TV wise. Hey, we'll make it easy for you. Radio broadcast right here, where yeah. you're listening right now. That's where you'll get the broadcast tonight. That's exactly right. You yep. can hear Derek Smith and Sophia Young. Derek Smith, who we just had on a few minutes ago, and that interview is up on uh, on uh, Twitter and Facebook at sixteen sixty ESPN. Very good. Appreciate that. And we appreciate Derek being on with us. Uh, We'll hear, tune in to him tonight for the call, Baylor and OU. We appreciate you being with us. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next, 4 to 5.30, off the air at 5.30 for a second consecutive day uh, for Baylor basketball. And and then tomorrow morning again, Tom Barfield, Ward Whites are in with game time, 7 to 9 a.m., Among their guests tomorrow morning, R.J. Ochoa talking Cowboys and Bryce Cherry from the Waco Tribune-Herald. Always informative and entertaining with Bryce Cherry, Tom Barfield, and Ward White. And coming up on the Matt Mosley Show, we will talk with Fran Fraschilla, ESPN uh, national basketball analyst who called the game last night between Baylor and Texas Tech. And he will give us his thoughts on on Baylor's uh, first loss in how long? It, <laughs> 305 days. Almost a year. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. almost Ten months. Ten months yeah. yeah. Ten and months. And their first loss in uh, <laughs> ten months. So uh, we will have Fran Fraschilla on, a uh, former New Mexico coach, and uh, among other places. Uh, yeah. He had a few stops. A very successful college coaching career now with ESPN. He'll be on at 420, plus uh, we will uh, talk about the NFL playoffs and all the f- hirings and firings, possible candidates for the NFL openings, and a whole bunch more. Very good. All right, so that's coming up with Aaron and Matt Mosley, 4 to 5.30. We'll get out of the way and uh, hand things over to them for the Matt Mosley Show coming up next. Do appreciate you being with us. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Thanks for tuning in. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. What can I answer for you today?